Hello and welcome to the Tool Assisted Podcast. This is your host, The 8-Bit Beast, and today is still the 23rd of February, 2019. This episode is a continuation of the episode about the Sonic Adventure games, and today we're going to be talking about Sonic Heroes with THC98. We heard about your adventure tazzing in the last episode. Can you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing with Sonic Heroes? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, I've never actually done RTA runs of Sonic Heroes previously. Um, I mean, I've played the game casually a lot, like just for fun. But um, I've never been serious to it before doing my first test. But there was some day that uh, the V-Man, which was one of the main runners of of both Sonic Heroes and SA2B, uh, wanted to do a, a test of that game and he needed a little bit of help with it and like um he made a test i helped in in a few places in here and there and we've finished a quite nice time of the in, in the the first stage but um it wasn't a very good optimized test because well the man is not a um not a tester. He's he's a real-time speedrunner. So there were a lot of optimization things that he didn't really know about or wasn't used to. Not saying that he he's bad at it or anything, but um, you you do need a little bit of experience in in TAS and to know if something is optimized or not. So yeah, that wasn't the case for the TAS. It wasn't very well optimized everywhere so sometime after that i wanted to go back at that dial he did and see what i could do by myself and i actually got to improve his time quite a lot because i found a very neat trick in the game that i, I will talk a, a little bit more further in this episode called a kick axle it basically allows you to build a lot of speed very quickly, like very, very quickly. And um, if you watched one of my uh, Sun Heroes TASs, it, it is the leave it to me trick, which we will, we will just hear leave it to me over and over again while Sun is mad kicking <laughs> through the stage. So yeah, I will I will explain that further um, in the episode later, but um, that was probably the the trick that made me want to work on on the work further in the game. So yeah, I started doing a full game TAS. I've completed the five first stages of the game and uploaded all of them to my YouTube. But then I stopped working for a while and a few tricks were found for the first stages which are actually very huge tricks. We're also gonna cover them in the episode. Which made me like not want to uh, continue working on the TAS because I knew that like earlier stages could be proved by like 30 seconds or probably much more than that. So um, that I kind of stopped in there for uh, my heroes CASs. And also after that I I went to focus my works in 
on SA2B as I was working on Hero Story and other IELTS. And then life happens. I have way less free time than I, I used to because I started university. But yeah, uh, Heroes stopped right there. But I do eventually want to return at the game. Like it might be soon. It might take a while, but I will surely get back to the game and redo the whole thing and hopefully get all the stage done this time. Yeah, um, that is a task that I'm looking forward to a lot. So um, <laughs> what put you off there was sort of like you found stuff in earlier levels that you've already done, so you would have had to redo them. Mm -hmm, yeah, uh, mostly that. And um, there is also an issue with the Dolphin version I, I was using that had some... It didn't have the sync problems with with Sonic Heroes, but it had like some instabilities like it would lag occasionally and, and drop input, so it was kind of annoying to deal with that Dolphin version I was using. So it might be better in a newer Dolphin version, I'll, I'll have to test. So yeah, either way the, the work would have to be redone, because if I'm switching Dolphin versions, the, the old movie won't, won't sync anyway. So if you were to make an improvement in, like, suppose you were on a Godolphin version from the start, if you were to make an improvement in an earlier level, how would you go about resyncing the next levels? Would you have to completely redo them or could you just use the inputs? Um, yeah, uh, I've never tested if, if it would work in some heroes, but I've done this before in, in other games, uh, like mostly SA2B. I can just like do the improvement I want to do in the, the earlier stage and just add the inputs for the rest of the other stages in that same movie file through um, hex editing. Uh, it's pretty funny that you brought this up uh, now because at the point we are in the dark story TAS of SA2B right now, uh, we need to do some hex editing right now. So yeah. It's a a very common thing in the GC tests. Yeah, yeah, I recently helped out with some hex editing for Banjo too. It seems like yeah. it's always good when you can salvage the input that you've done. Mm -hmm, yeah, for sure. Okay, so should we move on to talk about Kick Axel? Sure. Okay, so what's this all about? I know that it sounds like a bunch of leave it to me is over and over, but what's actually <laughs> happening? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what it sounds like but uh what is actually happening that is well when you kick as as sonic or shadow it, it works at uh, with both team sonic and team, team shadow because those are the two teams that have the kick ability so when you kick as those characters you get um like 0.7 of speed something like that and you start to deaccelerate as your kick slides through the ground so uh, when you get back to the running animation again you have less speed than the speed you gained with the kick so in a RTA run that's the way you would move around quickly like just kicking over and over again after you get back to the running animation but that's like not too fast like it's not comparable to like spin dashing or bouncing in SA2B 
Like it's just kind of fast. But what I found out is that after you gain that 0.7, I'm not sure if that's the correct number, but let's suppose it is for now. When you get that 0.7 speed, you can actually switch to the fight formation. So as, as Team Sonic, it's Tails, or as Team Shadow, it's uh, Rouge. You can switch to the flight formation and it will uh, instantly break the kick animation because Sonic will, will go to the position he needs to be to fly with the flight formation. And if you do that and then switch back to Sonic, as the, the kick animation is already over, um, he can already do another kick right away. So you simply kick, switch tails, switch back to Sonic and kick again. And repeat that over and over again to gain a lot of speed. So like that speed you would lose from sliding the kick uh, on the ground won't happen because like the, the time gap between one kick and another is like three frames now. So you're gonna be building a lot of speed very, very quickly. So can you build up unlimited speed or is there sort of a cap on how much you can do? Um, I, I actually don't have enough data on this, but as far as I know, there is a, a point where you start decelerating so much from switching to the flight formation that like the amount of speed you gain is, is equal to the amount of speed you lose. So at that point you, you would have like probably 15 speed and I'm not sure which is uh, which is a lot so if you're going faster you decelerate quicker yeah yeah that's how it usually works in all of the adventure era games cool so moving on with that uh, we got a trick here called keeping speed with triangle dive so I think I've seen this in a few of those tasses uh, do you want to cover this one sure um, so yeah, when you get that much speed with the kick axle, when you have to like cross a gap or just reach another platform, if you simply jump as Sonic, you will instantly lose a lot of speed and it will not be very fast at all. So what you can do instead to keep the most speed that you can is switch to power formation, which in Team Sonic is Knuckles. And do the the triangle dive ability of, of Knuckles, which is done by uh, jumping and then pressing A in the air, uh, which makes him kind of glide with all the characters in a triangle formation. That's called the triangle dive. And um, that has a, a very low deacceleration, so you can keep your very high speed that you obtained from the kick axle for a very long time. So that allows you to like clear gaps you're, you were not supposed to or, or reach very far platforms. And um, that's why it, it's very commonly seen in the test. So it still does decelerate, does it? It's, it's just really slow that you lose your speed. Mm -hmm, exactly. Cool. Yeah, I can imagine like triangle dive is not the greatest move casually, so it's really nice to see that it actually gets easier. <laughs> Yeah, you rarely even use that uh, in a casual gameplay, so it's very it's very neat. Okay, should should we move on to talking about flight XL jump? Sure. So if you want to clear gaps or get a lot of distance, 
the the best move is triangle dive. But if you want to gain a, a lot of height to like reach a very high platform or something, the triangle dive usually isn't capable of reaching that platform. So you have to switch to another trick, and a very commonly used trick to do that is called the the flight axle jump. Uh, basically, the when you, you are in the flight formation, which is as tails in Team Sonic. If you press A after jumping, you initiate a flight, which allows you to press A uh, how many times you want until the flight gauge is over, and that allows you to reach higher spots that uh, you would normally not reach. But um, in one of those flight exo boosts, if you do one of those flight exo boosts right when you when you land from the, the flight mode, uh, you can actually get the vertical boost you, you would get from the flight axle itself, itself but um, you would be out of the, the flight mode. So you can basically get a lot of height, and then while you are at the peak of that vertical, vertical boost you, you got, you can go to flight mode again. And start another flight, so that allows you to to get a lot more height than you are supposed to. You are going going to see this trick a lot in Notion Palace and in Power Plant. In Power Plant, that's used very frequently. So, how is it that you can start another flight if you're already up from your first flight? Yeah, basically that's because uh, as you did a uh, flight axle boost. As you you landed like in the very the same frame you you would land, uh, the game considers you have actually landed, so it cancels the the flight mode, but you still get the vertical boost. So it's like if you did a kind of a jump, but way higher than it's supposed to go. Yeah, it seems like one of the weirder glitches in this game for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, should we move on to talking about catch-up flight? Mm-hmm, sure. This is actually a much minor trick of the game. It's just more like a funny little thing that happens when you start a flight with the flying character that may, may be kind of maybe good or bad depending on how it happens. But basically, if you switch to the flight character and you try to initiate a flight while the flight character hasn't got to the the current position you're you're in yet. Like for example, you you are doing a flight exo as uh, as Sonic and Knuckles is around. If you switch to to the flight formation and right after that you start doing the flight, this thing called the catch up flight will happen, which is uh, the game will check the the direction that Tails would have to go towards the flight formation, like let's say that Tails is way behind Sonic and Knuckles at, at this point. When you start a flight, all the speed you have will be transferred to the that angle that Tails would have to face to get to the flight formation. So in this case, you would get all your speed to, towards forward. All the speed you had to whatever direction you're facing to would be transferred to forward. And that can, can happen in any direction depending on where Tails is at the moment 
you start doing a flight so yeah that can be pretty helpful or can be quite bad so that's something to keep in mind while doing a TAS so are there good ways to manipulate where Tails is with respect to the other characters? Um, it's kind of hard to manipulate that. I usually just go with um, a kind of look. I just test a bunch of stuff that could make Tails move around and check which inputs make him go to whatever position I, I want to. But I don't really know a very deterministic way of doing so. Yeah, their movements seem, just from playing, it feels like they would be very hard to control. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So does it take the magnitude of how far away they are and apply that to speed, or does it just look at the angle and give you a set speed? It's just the angle. The The magnitude is the same as the speed you had before, so... Okay, yeah. There is also another case of the the other character position matters, in this game. I'm not sure if you remember from the CSI Hill test, like the, the first stage. Uh, when I get into the, the first bobsled, I actually do a triangle dive away from the trigger point, but for some reason I get teleported to that spot immediately after doing that. And that happens because while doing a triangle dive, all the three characters are like a kind of active in the game. So if any of those characters hit the bobsled trigger, the game will recognize that and you, you will start the bobsled. So what happened there is that while I was doing the triangle dive, I manipulate I manipulated Tails to go into that trigger so it would trigger a little bit earlier than it was supposed to. Which looks pretty fun in the in the final test <laughs> yeah definitely um, and i think yeah from what i've seen of this game it seems like having the three characters there and all separated sometimes does cause some pretty big glitches mm -hmm, yeah speaking of pretty big glitches with that let's talk about bot boosting now a very new technique uh, mm -hmm. yeah kind of new actually because um it was found like in 2013, 2014, I don't remember. It's, it's not so new anymore. <laughs> I'll edit that out, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not been, uh, it's a trick that has not been tested yet, so it's new for us. <laughs> it's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Anyway, Bob Boost is. Get another case of having the character separating, doing weird stuff in the game. <laughs> uh, basically, while you are in the fight formation, the order of the characters is uh, the power character is in the bottom, so Knuckles is in the bottom, and then the speed character is in the middle, so Sonic is in the middle, and then the flight character is in the top, so Tails is in the top. If you let the speed character get damaged by like an enemy or like a spike or something, and make the the power character still be in the flight formation, uh, you will have a formation of only Tails and Knuckles and Sonic detached from from them, 
and that can cause some very weird issues in the game. <laughs> First of all, if you try to uh, initiate a flight in this state, you will immediately go towards the speed character because um, there's a video explaining this a little bit further, but uh, I'm gonna tell it just on the surface. Like, um, the whole flight formation will try to catch up to the speed character, so it will move, move like very, very fast towards uh, where the speed character is, so it can restore the supposed attachment that, that should, should be happening like, with, with the order I mentioned. But if while doing that flight you have a wall between the speed character and the flight formation, the, the flight formation will try to go towards the speed character, but as there's a wall between them, it will get stuck in the wall. And then right after that, the speed character will try to reach the, the flight formation. And with that speed that, that the speed character is going towards the, the flight formation, it will be kept in the whole formation. So you will get sent towards the a, a perpendicular direction of that wall in a really, really high speed. Like, uh, it's really, really fast. So um, that can be used to skip a lot of, of things in, in a few stages, like in Ocean Palace, in um, Rail Canyon, I, I believe. And a few other stages that I can't remember right now. Oh, Frog Forest as well. But yeah, there's also uh, something that still has to be looked into, is that there are a few cases of, of use of this glitch in, in RTA runs, like at those stages I, I mentioned. But um, we aren't sure if it's not possible in the, the other stages, if there are very specific ways to set up that glitch in, in other stages, like doing it in, for example, in CSID Hero. So that's something that I still want to test. I'm not sure if the Sonic Heroes community has tested that yet, so I'll have to uh, look into that as well. So, if it wasn't possible in other stages, what would be the reason that's stopping you from doing it? Uh, well, basically, the wall that I mentioned that has to be in between the speed character and the flight formation has to actually stop the flight formation movement to try to catch up to the speed character. So, uh, that doesn't happen anywhere. It's kind of a specific setup for the, the glitch. But um, yeah, we, we have to test if that is possible in other situations as well. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's probably a good thing that it's a bit more specific because otherwise the whole TAS might just be a bunch of bot boosts. Yeah, th that is true, yeah. There's also an extra thing I, I also want to test about bot boosts in TAS is that I'm not sure if it's possible to transfer the, the speed you get from bot boost in, in the air to a running speed. So like, you would do the bot boost, land on a floor, and then probably switch to the power character and then do a triangle dive to keep 
most of that, that speed. I'm not sure if something like that's possible, but if it is, it will uh, make this glitch even crazier. Uh, one possible place that I see for it to potentially work is in uh, Ocean Palace, in that section with all those big turtles. Hmm. Yeah, that would be very good. So next thing we should probably talk about is loop speed. And this is slightly different than SA2B because of the homing attack length. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, there are actually two main differences between how the loop speed works in SADX or SA2B to how it works in, in Heroes. And the first of them is it's just the length of the homing attack. Like as a loop speed acceleration you get depends on the on how many frames you use you've spent doing a homing attack um as the the length of a homing attack is a lot larger in sonic heroes you will get a lot more speed with doing a loop speed in in this game like if you watch csi heal js right before the bob's dead session there's a pretty huge loop speed that i get that that get, gets a very crazy speed, so that's pretty much what, what you expect to, do, to to get. And there's another case of that in, right in the end of CSI Hill to skip a portion of the stage, which is which also looks very nice. And um, the second difference of loop speed is that unlike um, the other adventure games, in this game, you you can actually do a homing attack without having to either jump or spin dash off a, a ledge. So if you do a kick before running off a, a ledge, you will get a blue aura when you start falling. And, and for that, you have to do the, the, the kick ability and get back to running animation. So when that happens, you can homing attack in midair without having to jump. So that's something that makes loop speed a lot easier. Because you can just like run into the loop, get off of the loop path, uh, run a little bit to the side, get airtime, touch the loop path again to to get back the loop flag, and then you can do the homey attack to get the loop speed. So the setup is a lot faster than can be done in a lot, a lot more places and can be in SA2B, which makes this very, very powerful in, in this game. Yeah, and it already sounded pretty good in SA2B already, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, last general glitch we're going to talk about here is power formation flight. Now, this is only for Team Rose and Chaotix, so, well, what's the trick and why is it only for them? Mm -hmm. Um. It only works with Team Rose and Team Chaotix because of a specific ability that you can do with those teams as the power character. If you press B while jumping with a, the power character, in any of those teams you will get a dive towards the ground, like a bounce in SA2B. So as, as Vector in Team Chaotix you will get that downwards punch and as big you will get that belly dive that big does. So, uh, and both of those abilities work in the same way. And that can be abused in a very similar way that 
gravity can be abused in SHB with the bounce upgrade which if you run off a a loop or any ramp at all with slanted gravity and do this bounce thingy with the power character you will bounce towards the current gravity angle you're in so let's say you you're halfway going up in a loop your gravity will be 90 degrees so the bounce you do will be straightforward to the global coordinates of the, the stage so like when you do the bounce you can also uh, cancel the, the ability with the A button and do it again with the, the B button and that resets the vertical speed you get so you can always maintain the current speed above that that gravity requirement that was mentioned in the, the Sonic Adventure episode you have to maintain both your forward and vertical speed above a certain number to be able to keep your gravity so by constantly resetting the bounce thingy you can just keep doing that infinitely or until you hit a cube plan or something I think I remember this from a GDQ run some time ago as well yeah it was shown off in a GDQ Pretty impressive that it's possible RTA as well. Yeah, it's mm. not a very, very strict timing trick. Like it's not that precise. Yeah, I think I think to me it sounds more precise than it probably is. But still. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like how it works, that sounds kind of complicated, but it's not really hard. Not that hard to pull off. Yeah, I'm imagining you wouldn't want to dip under that uh, speed threshold so that your gravity doesn't change direction. So I would be kind of worried about dipping under that speed if I was doing it. Yeah, it's just a matter of timing to don't get over that or don't get below that threshold. Yeah. So this that was a glitch for Rose and Chaotix. Is there interest in tazzing all four of the teams or is there only a few that you sort of look at uh i've never really looked into testing those teams but the first reason is because uh the kick axle isn't possible in team rose or team chaotix because the the b button as amy or as spo doesn't give you any speed just makes you attack towards forward so that wouldn't make you build speed through switching to Tails to or to the the flight formation and back to speed formation. So a a test wouldn't be much different th than a RTA run. Well, except it's, it will do things more precisely and and stuff. But I don't think it will be different in how it does the the stages. Okay. What about a uh? A full hundred percent game Taz. I sure would love <laughs> to see that. Well, look, I, I'm still, I'm, I haven't still even done Team Sonic yet, so let's wait a little more <laughs> until that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the the main problem about a one hundred percent Taz of this game is that it would be a lot repetitive over the teams because 
uh, you're basically going through the same stages as each of those teams. So I don't think it would be that interesting. Yeah, there's, there's a suspiciously large amount of games that do that. They like to repeat yeah. the content. <laughs> uh -huh. um, what about like a super hard mode, Taz? Would you have any interest in doing something like that? Or is it too similar to Team Sonic? Yeah, I, I think it is also too similar to the normal mode. Like, um, there are people that do run this RTA, but... It's not much different than a just normal Team Sonic run. So yeah, it would be just an extra repetition. Yeah, but Tazers have to play on the hardest difficulty, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll find a rule loophole to make, make it. And then you won't be able to start from save RAM, so I'll make you do a whole 100% Taz just to Oh, no. No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing um, Team Sonic if uh, if you get back to it after the adventure stuff. Yeah, I do want to, to get back into it, so you might see it eventually. Uh, okay, so that was sort of the tricks and techniques. Uh, we do have one stage-specific skip to talk about, Bingo Highway skip. Mm -hmm. I chose to talk about the Bingo Highway skip because it's one of the most unique and interesting skips of Heroes. To watch the skip in a run, You'll see a seemingly random movement around a pinball table for about 40 seconds. And then suddenly, by switching to Tails, they're already almost at the end of the stage. What's going on behind that weird trick is that when you're in a pinball table in this game, all the teammates are activated at the same time, so switching characters won't bring them to your current location, but rather you control them wherever they are at the moment. So by manipulating Tails position and then activating him with the pinball table, you can move Tails to get closer to the end of the stage and switch to him once he's gone through the kill planes. So at this point you just have to reach the goal ring. That same skip can be done in the pinball tables of Casino Park too, actually. The last year, Sharu made a test of the stage using this idea twice, cutting off almost 30 seconds of the test I made in 2014, so it's, it's a very nice test, I highly recommend watching. Cool, so I think that's that's all we have to talk about Heroes. Um, it's a little bit shorter than the two adventure games, but I think that's partially because... Uh, it's had less eyes on it for testing and also partially because we've been recording for about five hours now. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. So I'll leave links to the Sonic Speedrunning Community Discord in the description and show notes. And so, Talis, what would you recommend for people to get into tazzing or specifically Sonic Tazzing, do we need more Sonic 3D Tazzers looking at these games? Or just in general, how would someone get into Tazzing, do you reckon? Well, currently, we actually have a Discord server for SHUB Tazzing, which I've covered a little bit in the 
uh, Sonic Adventure episode, but in this server we mainly focus on SA2B because that's the game we're currently active on, but we are gonna eventually uh, also cover uh, SADX and Heroes in, in that server, so if you're interested in doing any of those games, it's that is where you're uh, we are gonna be able to help or teach you any stuff you need. But aside from that, if you want to just do like normal RTA runs of any of those games, uh, you probably should go to the main Sonic Speedrunning Discord, which is a very very big server right now. Uh, and we also have a, a few extra um. Discord servers, like we have a um, Discord server for science in SA2B, like um, where we figured out RAM stuff, um, how does some specific thing work, and things about the game's code. So it's a very more technical server, but very interesting as well. And yeah, or you can also like talk to me in, in Twitter or something. Uh, I'm always around that as well. Awesome. So uh, we said where to find you in the adventure episode, but let's just repeat it here in case a uh, listener has skipped that episode. So you've got YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, THC98. Yep, I have all of them. I um, In all of those medias, my... My nickname is just dxc98. Uh, my YouTube channel is where I uh, upload most of my stuff. Like um, whenever I have an, a new test or new trick or, or anything to show about, I I will post post in there. Um, in my Twitter account, I will mostly talk about uh, whatever I'm working on right now and and recommend stuff that I find interesting, so you can also check that. And my Twitch account is kind of dead for now. Uh, I haven't streamed in like three years or so, so... Well, it's here if you want to check it out anyway. Cool. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on again. And uh, yeah, uh, Sonic Heroes is probably my favorite 3D Sonic game. So I really enjoyed talking about that, especially, <laughs> and learned quite a bit from that, I'd say. So yeah, thanks for coming on. And thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you.